At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Slink, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Everybody uh, taking us in this morning. We thank you. Uh, it is Gil Alexander, as the man mentioned, uh, or as I mentioned. Jason Kahn, producer number seven, is here. I don't believe I ever had the, had the chance to say hello to Jason Kahn, producer number seven. So hello, Jason Kahn. Hello, Gil. Good morning. You good? I am very good. Paul Spore on DFS later. His baseball thoughts coming up. Pete Futak on the Big 12 in college football. Uh, we will do that momentarily. Also some thoughts on uh, maybe some teams that aren't in the Power 5 that he think might make some noise this year. Maybe uh, some thoughts on an FCS, FBS game early in the season. We'll see what uh, Pete has to say. No line for this particular game, but just something to keep an eye out for. And I will talk about my, uh, my segment that I did with Mike Palm yesterday on the Nuts about Survivor. I think it's worthwhile to talk about Survivor strategy. Let's do that later on the show. Uh, first, though, this from BetMGM, proud sponsors of this here program. These are just, uh, you know, in case you're interested in, in what people are betting over there at BetMGM. These are the most bet overs so far in the National Football League season win total market at BetMGM. The Lions over five games. That corroborates what Drew Dinsick was just talking about, how he actually thinks there might be some... Uh, some market overreaction to how bad the Lions are supposed to be. He says it might not be that bad. Lions over five is one of the most popular overs at BetMGM. So it's the Broncos over at eight and a half. That must have been Aaron Rodgers' speculation, right? Aaron Rodgers driven for a lot of the offseason. Eagles over six and a half. Could Deshaun Watson end up in Philly? Hmm. Most bet unders. Steelers under eight and a half. Jaguars under six and a half. Jets under six. 
those at BetMGM. And as far as the movement is concerned on those uh, season wins, uh, he also added, did uh, John Ewing over there at BetMGM, that uh, the biggest movement, the Broncos opened at 7.5. Now they're 8.5 overjuiced at minus 135. Chiefs opened 12. They're now 12.5. The under slightly juiced, though, at minus 125. And the Rams did go from 10 to 10.5, but the under is juiced at minus 125. Now, my, uh, make or miss the playoffs over at BetMGM. These are the most popular bet for the make side. And this is ticket count now on the make. Broncos plus 130. Woofed. The Washington football team plus 120. And the Lions at 7-1 to to make the playoffs. Bet MGM in Detroit, man. They're getting a lot of Lions action up there, aren't they? They love their Lions. That's me speculating, by the way. Might not just be in Detroit. Most bet teams to miss the playoffs. Colts minus 110. Carson Wentz injury might have had something to do with that. Again, we're not sure of the total arc. I think this is just from when these markets were open till present day. So this is the entire arc of the offseason. Colts minus 110. Most bet teams to miss the playoffs. Cowboys plus 115. Saints minus 130 to miss the playoffs. So thank you to uh, John Ewing and BetMGM. Oh, line movement on those as well. Broncos to make the playoffs to make it. Open plus 275. Now plus 130. Washington to make playoffs. Open plus 185. Now plus 120. And the Colts to miss. Open to plus 165, now minus 110. Let's talk some Big 12 football. It's the last Power 5 conference to get to with college football news creator Pete Futak. You can follow him on Twitter at Pete, F-I-U-T-A-K, back in his backyard in the sunshine. How you doing, Peter? Peter, are you there? Stop raining around here. Hey, I, am I crazy to kind of like the... Hello? Yeah, we got you. Go ahead. I'm here. I can hear you. You can hear you now. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Uh, I kind of I kind of like the uh, Detroit Lions at plus 700. I mean, figure out who you're going to eliminate. The Bears probably aren't going to get to 500. And Vikings are flaky and weird right now. And if, you know, you're one Aaron Rodgers injury away, you know, maybe you can Washington football team it up last year and, you know, win a division and somehow get in. So that's, that's not crazy at plus five, 700 in, in your NFL, is it? I'm not buying it, but I hear what you're saying. I mean, here's the thing, and this I'm going to make. This... I, I, I like Jared Goff more than everybody else. I, I don't have a Jared Goff issue, so maybe yeah. that's. Oh, maybe that's it. By the way, it is interesting with Jared Goff. I pointed this out on primetime last night. Jared Goff was a great downfield passer at Cal. And then his first year in the NFL, he was a pretty good downfield passer. And then all of a sudden, nothing. Right, like I don't know if it was his confidence, Sean McVay's confidence in him. It just kind of went away. So I mean, there was a time where Jared Goff could do could do better things. But I I do want to seize on this one point. I was going to make this later when I talk about Survivor. But we're all talking about the NFL as we are talking about college football. You and I, but in the NFL in particular, like we this is our best, you know, most educated thoughts about these teams. None of us really know though, right? Like what we think we know now. Two weeks into the season, let alone five weeks, there are going to be teams that are going to be completely different and performing completely differently than we thought. By the way, Gil Alexander, Pete Futak joining me to uh, discuss uh, college football, but we're talking a little NFL right here on a numbers game at VEASAN, the sports betting network, VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app, FUBO, Sling, Game Plus. So I do think like we, we should remind ourselves of that, right? Which is, and I'm going to make a point about this in Survivor coming up, but it's it's, you know, we got to fill time. We got to talk about these teams. We're going to preview it. But, man, we know how this goes. Once the season starts, you aren't going to be right about all 32 teams. So whether it's the Lions that will surprise us or not is a different story. But somebody will, for sure, in both directions, good and bad. Absolutely. And I got to imagine Survivor Pool takes on a different 
packed this year because you have the extra game. I mean, if you're really thinking like you could win this, you got to plan this out a little bit usual but you're right you never know you know you're always one quarterback injury away from uh being out so it's why nfl world i'm always kind of a bigger fan of the unders on win totals just because again you lose a Dak prescott or you lose a, a quarterback uh all of a sudden you're going under so the chances you know, that's a pretty solid chance to take even though nobody wants to see any quarterbacks get hurt or anything it's been a hallmark of a numbers game for years i love betting against human achievement that's my thing uh, unders and soccer games, unders and all kinds of things, <laughs> unders on season win totals. It's a, it's phenomenal to uh, bet against human achievement. Better than betting, you know, our brains are wired for overs and that kind of thing. And in betting, uh, you probably are better off trying to rewire your thoughts on that and, and maybe bet more of the undersides. Uh, let's talk Big 12. This is the first conference I think we've gotten to where it's there aren't divisions, right? It's just straightforward 10 teams in the big 12 funny how that works soon to be we were joking soon to be eight soon to be the big two who knows at some point uh oklahoma though uh at the top as they are perennially uh with apologies to the texas longhorns but oklahoma has been at the top for years and years uh their season win total is 11 you look down their schedule and you just you, you look at it and you're like well i mean where's the loss i'm sure we can find one because it's always tough to uh, to go over on 11. But really, I mean, this schedule is not the worst thing in the world for him, is it? No, and then first of all, no apologies to Texas. I mean, the fun stat in Texas was when's, when's the last time Texas won a Big 12 championship? Yeah. I mean, you have to go back a gajillion years. I think it's 2009. I mean, uh, Oklahoma State, DCU, uh, uh, Baylor, yeah, it seems like everyone else has won one. So, uh, But you're right in Oklahoma. We talked about this yesterday with Clemson where if it's an 11 and a half win total line, go under because it's always asking way too much of any team, no matter what, to go undefeated. There's always one bad day. Like we said before, one injury, always bet against human achievement. There's always one thing that can go wrong to screw up your 12. So it's better to go under on 11 and a half. 11 in Oklahoma is probably about right. So there's going to be a loss somewhere. There's going to be a misfire. It's too decent a Big 12 uh, for them to get through this thing unscathed. Uh, but it's hard to find, like like you said, where is it? I mean, they could certainly lose to Texas. They could certainly lose, you know, on the road to an Oklahoma State, which I think they could at the end of the rainbow. It's always kind of quirky. Iowa State's pretty good. And that's kind of the theme of the Big 12 this year is that, all right, take away Kansas, and then you know one other team out there is going to be bad. So you're only on like 18. But those other eight teams, maybe even nine, are all better. I mean, Baylor's better. Texas Tech gets just about everyone back in a super senior year and on and on and on long-winded way of saying 11 is probably about right. If you're going to go one way or the other, probably under on that Oklahoma 11, probably under or over. I'm sorry. I missed it. Uh, yeah, I would probably say under, I mean, just as again, you know, cause if you're going to go over, you're asking for, you're asking for, if you're going to bet this, you're asking to go 12 and zero, and that's just asking for too much. It's almost better to assume that they're going to lose one along the way. Yeah. Uh, so at the very so I would actually go under because again, I'm never a fan of going of asking anybody to go undefeated. It is it is a funny number because it does feel like it's an over or push, but the over is only a twelve and zero, so it's probably it's probably yep. what it probably is is a no, is a non bet to win the conference minus one seventy five. Is that a bet or 
as we see on this board here, the next closest team are the Iowa State Cyclones. They're nine and a half in the season wins market. They're plus 275 to win the Big 12. And you feel that the hype on the Cyclones is completely justified this year. Get a lot of guys back. Uh, yeah, it's, it's justified, but you know, nine and a half is actually kind of about right. That, that's, a, that's about where it should be. Uh, I actually like the minus 175 on Oklahoma. That, that's not bad. I mean, compared to what we were talking about yesterday with, say, Clemson, where there, it was something just insane where you don't even mess with it. it. Like, Iowa State's good, but again, as we've talked about before with, for example, the idea of who's you know, the betting to, to win the uh, college. You know, throwing out an outlier like Penn State or an NC State, okay, maybe to get there is not insane, but then you got to win it. So Iowa State has never won a conference championship in the history of the of the program. So I'm not going to get there now and say it's going to quite happen against this Oklahoma team, which might sit under Lincoln Riley. Uh, we look at the Oklahoma schedule. Oklahoma only leaves Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma, once after October 23rd, right? So that's the last four games, you know, from that point of the season through an open date. It's just really favorable schedule, even from a travel standpoint. Texas, the aforementioned Longhorns, um, the post-Sam Ellinger era. I'm looking at Oklahoma and Iowa State. Both of those games are away from Austin. Uh, that's not fun for them. Where do you stand on the Longhorns? Season win total eight, nine to one to win the conference. Any shot there? Now, absolutely. It's not, they weren't bad last year. And this is what gets lost in the firing of Tom Herman is that they were really, really close to doing really big things. I mean, they battled with Oklahoma. They're, they're but uh, a misfire late against Iowa State and a late field goal. They beat the Cyclones. You know, they, they were very close to being in the Big 12 championship game last year, and this team coming back is better. you got to figure a more high-octane offense with Steve Sarkeesian as the head coach. So that is not a crazy call at plus 900. It just get there. Uh, I, I'm sorry, okay, my screen got fuzzy on me. Uh, that's not a crazy call because they could at least get to the Big 12 championship, and sure, they've, they're going to have Let's, uh, Jason, can we, let's repeat. I'll tell you what, your audio is just, it's, it's janky enough that we got to, uh, bail on it. Can we try to, we'll try to reconnect you? We'll, uh, we'll pause, we'll hang up, and we'll try to reconnect with, uh, Pete Futak. We tried to power through it, but, uh, the audio is a little too, uh, messed up there. But, uh, it sounded like with Texas, he thinks there's a possibility of a nine to one, but, uh, we'll get a clarification on that with him. Uh, but it is Oklahoma's conference to win. Iowa State, Pete does believe, but he thinks the season win total at 9.5 is right where it ought to be with that. And we'll get to uh, Oklahoma State, TCU, West Virginia on down the line, all the way down to Kansas, who, if I may just for a moment, Kansas with a season win total of 1.5. Season win total of 1.5. Backfield, good enough to carry things, I suppose, from time to time for the Jayhawks. Um, under the radar secondary could be enough to uh, get this team to, t- to two wins. Uh, but the schedule is kind of tough when you look at Kansas' schedule at the bottom there because, uh, you know, where are the two wins? Arkansas State week one, there's your win. But then in the big two, but then the Big 12 schedule after an open date, by the way, they have two open dates, September 19th, October 17th. Uh, who, are the, who are the home games for Kansas to get that second win? Texas Tech, no. Um, 
Oh, pardon me. I'm looking at, uh, pardon me. I was looking at the wrong team entirely there. Part of a misschedule here. I was talking about, I would, I, I was talking about Kansas, but I was simply talking about Kansas state in that, in that case with a five and a half, but the Kansas at one and a half, you look, where are the two, where are the two wins? South Dakota at coastal Carolina at the top at coastal Carolina is no gimme anymore in this day and age. So it's South Dakota at the top. Where's the other win? Pardon me for Kansas. Um, Lance Leopold from, from Buffalo, terrific coach. Um, but boy, oh boy, oh boy, uh, it's going to take a total overhaul. But can they win a second game? I don't know. Um, normally, the non-conference schedule of South Dakota and then out Coastal Carolina, I was pointing out, now Duke uh, would be relative breeze. But obviously, if you go two and one in that group of three, you've accomplished something. Pete Futak back from College Football News in his backyard. I just uh, I took it down to Kansas at the bottom there, uh, Pete, just to see if we could uh, get to two games with Kansas. And I think I seized on the part of the schedule that it's like in previous years you might look at Coastal Carolina and Duke and say, oh, those are wins. But I don't know. I see a win at South. Uh, I see a win at home against South Dakota for the Jayhawks, and then I'm not sure if they win another one to get to the one and a half. That's asking a lot. I think uh, in, in the same way that I don't like asking anybody to go undefeated. Asking someone to only win one game, and South, even though South Dakota, that's not an, an absolute layup for them either. This is a true rebuilding program. Lance Leopold is a fantastic head coach, but there is so much work to do with this thing, and the rest of the Big 12 is so strong. But you got to, I, I kind of like, I, I, as you despise human achievement and uh, there, with all the, all the we, us as a mankind can do with like the Detroit Lions, et cetera, I actually believe, I actually believe that. Uh, these college kids will find out one game somewhere on here where all of a sudden a Kansas State just doesn't show up or a Texas Tech uh, just forgets how to play football or something weird and quirky happens. Give me, give me the two in Kansas this year. Give me the two. All right, they'll figure out a second win somewhere on Somehow. that schedule. All right, uh, we, we got lost on you on Texas. Were you saying the 9-1 nine and one, nine to one to win the conference was worth a shot or no? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I don't know how much you got me. I apologize for it was my connection on my end. It was, uh, but they weren't bad last year. I mean, they were really close. I mean, there but for a field goal, they had Iowa State in trouble. Uh, they gave Oklahoma a push. They, they were, they were strong. So uh, they're not that bad. They're going to have the firepower. They're going to have a better offense under Steve Sarkeesian. And you've got the thing where the, the nobody believes in you limbo factor where everyone's just going to wait for them to go off to the SEC. And this is kind of a, a red shirt year in just about every way possible. So it's not crazy that they can at least get to the Big 12 championship. And, yeah, maybe take a puncher's chance from that on. All right, let's talk about the middle of the conference. As we talked about Oklahoma, Iowa State, and Texas, and also Kansas at the bottom. But from, from the Cowboys of Oklahoma State, TCU, West Virginia, Kansas State, Baylor, Texas Tech, when you look at all of those season wins, which range from 7.5 down to 5, where's, where's the bet in there? Is it a conference play? Is it a season wins play? Which is the most juicy to you from a betting standpoint? Yeah, forgive me for not because I can't see it on the screen at, at the moment. What's the uh, who had the five of that group that you just mentioned? Texas Tech, which I which to yeah, me that, that's the over right. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to make sure. I love this team. Uh, again, we've been talking all offseason through all these previews about the super senior year, where you do have team after team after team, which has you know twenty starters back and you know twenty three year old grown ass men who don't want to go to the real world yet and are going to on the right day just give everybody a tough out. Throw into the fact Tyler Shug, 
the o Oregon transfer who's got all the tools and all the talent to rise up and be this year's kind of somewhat out of nowhere guy who becomes number one overall draft pick uh, quarterback. He's got all the tools. He's got the coaching staff that's going to help him. Uh, he might be just that missing piece for a team that you said, like for five wins, I think that's a, that's a layup for this team, but especially when you're talking about, I think they're going to beat Houston to start the season. They're definitely going to beat Stephen F. Austin. They're definitely going to beat uh, Florida international and they're definitely going to beat Kansas. So you're talking about a, a nice base of at least three wins, probably four. And all you need is five just to push. And they're going to get to about seven. Yeah. On on the flip side, there are five Big 12 road games, including Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, but Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and TCU do come to Lubbock. So that is a good thing to try to get them past the five wins. Uh, these are This is from a College Football Betting Guide at VEASAN, the 2021 College Football Betting Guide. These are the uh, the big 12 games of the year. And these were done by the great Bruce Marshall, I believe. He tackled, he tackled the big 12 in our College Football Betting Guide. And I'm curious if there's a line, a specific game line, that you feel is exploitable here on these Big 12 games of the year per the College Football Betting Guide, which, again, is available at vsin.com slash subscribe. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. If we could flash those up on the screen, uh, these would be the games. Again, everybody who did such a great job on this uh, went conference by conference. So September 11th, there's a couple of these. Iowa at Iowa State, always a fun one. Uh, Cyclones favored by six and a half. Also September 11th, Texas on the road at SEC. Arkansas, Texas favored by four and a half. Nebraska's at Oklahoma. Oklahoma giving 19 and a half in what used to be, you know, the greatest rivalry, one of the great rivalries along with Ohio State, Michigan, and Auburn, Alabama back in the day in college football. October 2nd, Oklahoma at Kansas State. That's off the board. But October 9th, Oklahoma's giving 10 versus Texas at the neutral site of Dallas. Neutral in quotes. Iowa State at Oklahoma on November 20th, also on there, with Oklahoma giving nine and a half. Any of those jump off the page for you? Texas. Uh, Texas, if you're, even in weird years where Texas was awful, they always at least hung around. And, you know, maybe they would lose 67 to 60 or something, but they, they always seem to have the offense that could keep up. I know Oklahoma's defense is, is the best in the Big 12, and this is Lincoln Riley's best team. Uh, but if you're giving me 10 in that rivalry, where that really does kind of defy logic and reason more often than not, I am going with that. And while I'm not the hugest of Iowa State fans overall compared to where they're going to be ranked to start the season, that's a lot of points to be given away right now. Um, we talked about before, it's you never, ever, ever want to think about injuries, and it's not nice, and it's kind of gross. But Oklahoma is a Spencer Rattler injury away from the the machines maybe not exploding like it should. So if Iowa State does get everyone back, I, I like the Cyclones if you're giving me close to 10 in that as well. Okay. Um, and what would be number two? on? What would be the next one on there? Is there anything else, or everything yeah, else looks about right? I, I, I think Texas is the one that I, I like the best uh, out of, of those two. What okay. did you read? Off? Forgive me. I, 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 I didn't. Oklahoma, Nebraska, real quick. What was it? Oklahoma, Nebraska was uh, Oklahoma giving 19 and a half. Yeah, take that. Take that. They're going to destroy Nebraska. Take Oklahoma. So lay the 19 and a half. Uh, from Pete Futak. We'll come back in just five more minutes with Pete now that we've got the audio corrected. I want to talk about uh, any other teams in college football, non-Power 5, that you think are vastly under or overrated. And then the notion of uh, FCS schools versus FBS. We don't really have lines for those early. 
But what might be a live FCS team in one of those early season games? We'll come back. Pete Futek, College Football News, and then Survivor Talk right here on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. A numbers game with Gil Alexander. Back on a numbers game, Gil Alexander, as the man said. Uh, Pete Futak from College Football News, kind enough to stick with us for five more minutes. All right, Pete, uh, we, we've done all the Power Five conferences. Um, obviously, with apologies to uh, conferences like the AAC, uh, Conference USA, the MAC, the Mountain West, the Sun Belt, maybe not full conference previews on those, but I'm curious is there a team or teams? that you feel, based on uh, sort of the conventional wisdom on them, that you feel is vastly overrated headed into this season, maybe vastly underrated? I kind of think that Cincinnati is going to be overrated just overall. Uh, You forget that last year they played a a, a full schedule of uh, non-Power 5 teams right up until the very end where they gave Georgia a hard time. So I, I, I don't think they're going to get by both Indiana and uh, Notre Dame, which is what you're going to have to do to even think about being in the uh, the college football playoff discussion. Uh, so I, I kind of think they're just a little bit overrated in all this. The team that I do like and I think is going to be very, very dangerous, watch out for UCF. Um, I know their schedule is tough. 
they got to go to Cincinnati. But Gus Malzahn is a great head coach and a great get for the program. Uh, last year, UCF, they, that was one of the teams that was hit hardest by various opt-outs and other issues. And this time around, uh, I think they're going to be very, very dangerous. And that could be the team that I do think is going to end up getting uh, the group of five nod. The other thing to get a little obscure here, I do like the idea of, of good coaches going to places like Arkansas State. Butch Jones is a weird dude, but he can coach, and that Arkansas State team is going to bounce back fast. And so while everyone's going to be talking about Coastal Carolina and Louisiana and Appalachian State uh, in the Sun Belt, Arkansas State's going to have an offense. That, that's going to be a very, very dangerous team to look at from the Sun Belt. Back to UCF, uh, UCF for a second, too. We're going to learn a lot about that program early. Boise State at home September 4th at Louisville September 17th uh, with a Bethune-Cookman game wedged in between there. So we'll learn a lot about uh, UCF, the Knights, at that point very early in the season. Wanted to ask you here in the last couple minutes, uh, there's obviously some FBS, FCS games here uh, towards, you know, largely towards the beginning of the season. And we don't have lines for any of them yet, but there will be spots where these are bettable. And I'm curious because you rank all 130 FBS teams, one to 130, um, and, and there's obviously FCS rankings out there. There's going to be opportunities where the FCS team might be live. And the reason this comes up is we actually have multiple screens in here, and they're showing the Sam Houston State game uh, from last year in the playoffs. Uh, and I'm just curious, is there a specific matchup early in the season? I mean, Eastern Washington, UNLV, I'm looking at here on September 2nd. There's a bunch on September 2nd. Uh, September 4th, there's one that's close to my heart. Uh, Monmouth taking on Middle Tennessee State. I couldn't help but notice you have Middle Tennessee State ranked about 118th. Monmouth right around a top 10 FCS uh, school. And again, we don't have a line on this, but I just want to file this away. Is that a matchup that could be live for the FCS school? If Absolutely, because yeah, forget about the uh, forget about the Power Five games against FCSers. If anything weird happens there, it's a total outlier. Uh, but yeah, Middle Tennessee is very gettable. That is not a crazy early thought. Uh, to your point, you want to find the the, the FCS programs, and not only does a good FCS program, but remember they played this spring, or at least a bunch of them played this right. spring. So they have they had like a pretty much a, a really strong full-on preseason that a lot of these other programs have. And it, so they're going to be a lot sharper than some of these FBS teams are going to be to start the season. So if you're a South Dakota state and you had a team that was national championship level good throughout the year at Colorado state's not going to be a bad play considering where the line might be for that. UAB is going to be terrific. Uh, that there, this might be the best UAB yet under Bill Clark. But Jacksonville State's very good. So that's one of those weird Wednesday night games that uh, all of a sudden the, the, the Gamecocks could make this very interesting. Yeah, that's the first FBS-FCS game of the year. Jacksonville State versus UAB in Montgomery, Alabama on Wednesday, September 1st. We have 45 seconds, Pete. Plug college football news for folks. What can they find on your site? It's this is, as you mentioned yesterday, when we, and I couldn't do the math. We're now just over two weeks away from this thing getting started. So going forward, it's all previews and predictions from there. I am going to hit up a Gil Alexander with the next, within the next 24 hours for all the expert picks that yes. we're going to do again. And uh, right now, it's uh, just all the team previews for everybody this year. Okay. Collegefootballnews.com, a trove 
of college football information. You can follow Pete at Pete, F-I-U-T-A-K, Pete Futek on Twitter. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it, man. There you go. Pete Futek, stalwart, going through all the uh, Power 5 conferences with us the last couple weeks. Uh, We'll come back. Uh, Mike Palm was kind enough to have me on the nuts yesterday to talk survivor strategy. I want to uh, repeat some of that stuff because everybody's looking forward to uh, signing up for Circa and maybe your local survivor pool. Got some strategy, some thoughts next. And then Paul Spore on baseball. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. The VEASAN College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now's also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Look at that thing. That guide is awesome. Again, shout-out to Matt Ewens and crew for doing such a great job on that. And we went through all the college football games of the year per conference. Bruce Marshall was in there. Wes Reynolds was in there. Eumanns himself was in there. Uh, forgive me for anybody I'm leaving out, but they just did such a fabulous job with that. Uh, power ratings for every team. Again, vcin.com slash subscribe. And the Pro Football Betting Guide on its heels here at vcin with all the expert picks there. All right, uh, Mike Palm was kind enough to have me on uh, The Nuts. That's with a Z. Uh, every uh, First of all, it's every day here on the network, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. He was kind enough to have me on yesterday to talk survivor strategy. Uh, I come to you as someone who got all the way famously to week 15 last year. Oh, December 20th. Who could forget Jared Goff and the Rams going into New York to play the Jets and laying an egg and crushing so many of us who were still alive in the Circus Survivor last year. Um, but it was one of those things where also, like, remember we had Professor Ed Myers on the show last year? Because he had done this this power ranking. Thank you, Destiny's Child. Uh, he had done this power ranking of the remaining the remaining entrance left in Circus Survivor because it was down to, you know, a manageable amount. I think there was like 50 or so uh, at that point, 50 entrants left. Uh, I was power ranked third with who I had remaining third. Thank you, Jared Goff. I'll never forget. Anyway, uh, this year it's going to be, you know, again, we'll, we'll do it through the prism of Circus Survivor, but obviously you have survivor pools that you might do amongst your friends or in your area, and these all apply, I think, just sort of macro-level things about survivor strategy, which is one, you know, I start with the game is misnamed, right? I don't know what it should be called. But because it's called Survivor, your brain immediately goes to the object is to survive. That's not what you're trying to do. You're trying to win. So let me caveat that for a second. I'm not saying that you should go kamikaze week one. What I'm saying is there is some sort of hybrid of these two things where I think the first five or six weeks of the season, you do try to survive in advance because I'll get back to something I said with Pete Futak. We can sit here and pontificate about all 32 NFL teams till we're blue in the face, but none of us really know exactly the skill level or the performance level of these teams here in August, we'll find out as the season progresses. We won't know anything before the season or we'll have our best guess before the season, but we won't really know anything, you know, even two weeks in. 
we still won't kind of know. Five, six weeks in, maybe we'll start to have some sort of grasp, a better grasp anyway, of these 32 NFL football teams. And obviously there's some teams that are going to evolve from that point. But at least five or six weeks under our belt, I do think you try to survive in advance. And first of all, in a contest like Circa, multiple entries, they, they allow up to six per, per person now. I think if you're only getting one or two entries now, you're toast right off the bat. Like you can't compete. I had two last year, two in the inaugural Circus Survivor. I lost my first one week one and had that second one go all the way to week 15. There's no chance I'm only having two this year because it's just not, you're, you can't get it done with, I think, what's going to end up being, even though they're they're trending, you know, low right now with Survivor entries. I think they're about 10% towards their goal of 6,000 where there won't be uh, an overlay. Um, I think they'll get pretty darn close, if not over that, when all is said and done. You know Derek and Mike with their P.T. Barnum stuff. They'll get there. Um, but anyway, I think you need multiple entries. But that's that's the main thing I want to convey. You know, famously, some people say they 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 put their map together. They put their grid together for all, remember, 17 games. But there's also, in the Survivor case, Christmas is its own week this year, along with Thanksgiving being its own day. So it's going to be 20 total. Is it 20 or 19? Uh, total weeks, it's 20, I believe, in the National Football League this year in uh, Circus Survivor. So, uh, or 19, uh, forgive me, I'll have to check. But it's it's going to be really, really difficult to get through it all, especially with that Christmas and Thanksgiving quirk. But I think the, the notion that you would map it all out from before the season starts is sort of a fool's errand because we don't know the teams. Survive in advance for five or six weeks, don't get too cute, and then at the six or seven-week mark, then once you've gotten through that with however many entries you have left, because there's going to be sometimes you strategize and you do what Derek Stevens calls the double option, maybe Jacksonville-Houston week one is a double option situation where you sacrifice one of your multiple entries. But I think at the six, seven week mark, then you map it out the rest of the way. Don't do that before the season when you truly don't have a grasp. That's the first thing. There's also, you know, the other things that you have to know. You have to know the size of your pool, whether it's Circo, whether it's your own local pool. Obviously, that always matters, size of pool. Generally speaking, the smaller the pool, the uh, the more conservative you can be. The wider the pool, at some point, you have to apply game theory. So after that survive and advance stage, you got to think about winning, not surviving. you got to think about, you know, just to use a bizarro example, if there's 100 people left in the pool and it's a Cowboys-Washington game and the Cowboys are favored by seven and, you you know, you could check like a ESPN.com or an office tournament pools.com to see what general percentages of survivor picks are. And if you see that 99% of the people on the Cowboys are on the Cowboys that week, you should be taking Washington to win. Obviously, that's an extreme example, but you get the idea. You have to have a sense of what other people are going to play week after week, and then think about playing the other side of that. Obviously, if there's a team like the Jets last year, maybe it's the Houston Texans, maybe it's not. There might be a quirk to it where there's a team that you can pick on uh, weekly, team after, uh, week after week. We don't know that's going to be the case, but obviously that would sort of uh, factor into your thinking. I will allow that uh, for sure, because I certainly did it against the Jets last year. But just just keep all of that in mind. There's also some myths. You know, don't play division games. To be honest with you, uh, if you go all the way back to 2002 and you look at databases, that's a complete myth when it comes to avoiding division games um, because, you know, based on the belief that upsets are more likely when uh, two division rivals get together. But while that sounds good, no evidence to support that. 
if you take division games favored uh, where one team is favored by five or more points, which is generally the pool that you would select survivor picks from, uh, division favorites have actually won a higher percentage than non-division favorites in those matchups. Now, that's not to say that road favorites, uh, you know, road favorites do lose more than home favorites, but I wouldn't necessarily uh, do the division game myth that a lot of people do when they factor into their thinking. So all of that is important. Also know that, uh, you know, an option that is just a few percentage points lower in win probability in any given week, uh, but is far less popular. I mean, that's the thing you should think about. That can often be a great pick. It's all of these things in one. There is an extra layer of COVID, obviously, that you have to consider. That came up last year several times. Um, And more than anything, know your pool rules. Know your specific pool rules. Obviously, in Circa, you have to know that you have to save teams for Thanksgiving and for Christmas and beyond. So there's a lot that go into the mix. So why Survivor is so cool. Um, If you don't feel up to the old contest where it's five picks against the spread weekly, Survivor could be an option for you. But keep all of those things in mind. Thank you to Michael Palm for having me on the show on the nuts yesterday. We'll come back. Paul Spore, DFS plays in baseball today. And some other baseball thoughts. It's a numbers game at Visa the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back to 
a numbers game with Gil Alexander. As summer heats up, so does the sports betting action at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VEASAN1000 and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Place your bets on all the exciting showdowns at MLB, MLS, and more sports from around the globe. And when you register with BetMGM, you also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odd specials. It's all there. From goals to home runs, the king of sportsbooks takes every play to a new level of excitement. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VEASAN100. Uh, VEASAN1000, pardon me. Oh, I left out a zero. VEASAN1000 to get back up to $1,000 on your very first wager. New customer offer, paid and free bets, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in in the state of Nevada. Uh, Jessica Pagula, Contivate on serve now in the first set, 5-5. Five to five. Uh, Our pick of Pagula here early in a tight one, at least, in the uh, first set. Again, the big dog later today. A couple dogs, but the big one, Jill Teichman, $3 dog uh, or $3 plus, if you're lucky enough to get the number uh, I did closer to my number uh, on her. Uh, Jill Teichman in her match uh, later today versus um, uh, who's Teichman playing again now? It escapes me who Teichman is playing. Oh, she's playing uh, Danielle Collins, of course, winner of two straight uh, tournaments that she's been in. And then uh, I'm going on a Gre- uh, Grigor Dimitrov, plus 116 against, uh, once again, against Riley Opelka, who we had last night, and were victorious in that match against Nick Kyrgios. Let's talk some baseball. Let's bring him in from Fangraphs, of course, the Sleeper in the Bus podcast, at Sporer, S-P-O-R-E-R on Twitter, and of course, twitch.tv slash Spore. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the great Paul Spore. How you doing, Paulie? Gil, I'm well. How are you? I'm well. Um, let us begin with your DFS plays. Let's start there. Full slate of Major League Baseball. Where are you going? A lot of ways to go. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned, super full slate. Got some aces going, which you can dive into. But, you know, I kind of like to play more in the middle uh, Nestor Cortez has come out of the bullpen for the Yankees. It's pitched really well. Gets gets the uh, gets the Royals here on the road. I think that's a good setup for him. Luis Patino has really started to settle in as well. And both those guys are in the low eight hundred uh, eight thousands. Excuse me, eighty five hundred for Cortez, eighty three hundred for Patino. But I think they're pretty affordable right now because they they're being trusted for five plus as long as they handle it. I know Casey Mize doesn't get a ton of strikeouts. That's kind of built into his price though at seventy three hundred against the Orioles. Um, I would even look at Zach Gallon. Yes, he's facing the Giants, but when he's on, he can be great. And he's only 7,100. So I like a lot of these mid-tier pitchers, maybe even pair them up with one of the studs, like a Sean Manaya at 10,000, Max Scherzer at 11,000, although he will be in Philly. Team he's obviously very familiar with, having pitched in Washington. Then as far as the hitting goes, I think you start to pick on uh, some of the guys that, that those guys are going against. You know, Daniel Lynch, has smoothed out a bit from the from the early start there, but I think the Yankees could be interesting against him. They are right-handed heavy uh, against the lefty, and uh, one of their big lefties, Rizzo, is out. Luke Voigt stepping up very nicely. I think Jay Happ. I, I would be interested as like a total off the off the board play, a Pittsburgh stack just to really test the depths 
of Jay Hap's awfulness uh, right now because he's just, <laughs> I mean, he couldn't get me and you out, Gail. I, I, hate, I hate to be too mean about it, but it's been rough. So I wonder, I wonder if anybody's going to go out there and do that, at least as like a secondary play. I think that's something interesting there. And uh, I think the Padres are going to get Braxton Garrett this time. I think he had double-digit strikeouts against them. Solid, interesting prospect, but not that great. I, I would go for a lot of Padres too. All right, so yesterday on the show, Paul, and you weren't here, so I'll, uh, I'll recap it because I know you're you're dying to know. Um, Absolutely. I did a couple things over the weekend. The girlfriend's not in town, so I had all the time in the, in the world on my hands, so I could actually do, like, baseball deep-dive research projects. So one of them was, you know, diving into the Dodgers' unbelievable extra innings stat. They're 1-12 in 12 in extra innings, including 11 straight losses in a row and 14 consecutive frames where they have given up at least one run, which is just incredible. Uh, and by the way, there was one bunt in the entire, you know, in the entire history of it. One bunt it was a Chris Taylor bunt at some point. He was out in a fielder's choice. They never tried it again. They never tried it before. So there's that little little angle to it. But it didn't matter if it was Jansen or if it was Gratterall or Vasio or or White. I mean, pick your trine in once with a wild pitch. I mean, it was just every reliever you could possibly throw out there had their moment where they were giving up runs in extra innings. And I guess the question to you is this. We all know how great the Dodgers are. First of all, was it malpractice for them not to get bullpen help at the trade deadline? And then whether it was or not, do you think that this is a, you know, just a random negative variance? Or do you think this is actually something that, you know, we can expect to happen, maybe not the streaks to continue, but really very often when it goes to extras with these guys. I really think it's reliever volatility um, and, and they're really catching the bad end of a streak uh, somewhat on a par with the first run uh, with the one run record of the Mariners to the opposite side where they're playing way over their heads. And we just find these, these different outliers in a given season. I would not put a whole lot of stock into it, even though I don't love the Dodgers bullpen. I still would be reluctant to say that that's a thing I would key in on for my handicapping. As far as them getting some bullpen help, yeah, they certainly could have. Obviously, they paid the big fee for the Scherzer-Turner uh, combo. And, of course, their thinking is that once they start to get healthy with uh, with Kershaw, Duffy, who they did acquire, basically as a bullpen piece, by the way, they're going to put him in the pen. And then Gonsolin, they're going to strengthen their bullpen via starters for October. Yeah, they could have maybe strengthened it for down the stretch here. Uh, to maybe kind of push forward. I think they think that the horses that they, that they have can overtake the Giants for the division, though. And then once you hit October, you're putting a couple guys in the bullpen. Maybe it's Price uh, to go with Duffy. So that's a couple lefties to go with Jansen and Trinan. I know Jansen's been a little bit shaky, but they're still going to go to him. So I think that that's how they're going to improve their bullpen is via the excess starters once we get to October. Assuming they have that health, though, too, right? Because right. we don't. We don't have guarantees there on Duffy and Kershaw. It's an expectation. And if they don't come back, then they are in some trouble because then when October hits, it does thin up, thin out a little bit. And I wouldn't be surprised if they put Julio Urias in the bullpen at that point uh, to get multi innings out of him the way they did last year. Yeah. It would be really interesting. That would only be if there's some, if the injuries linger though, to Duffy and Kershaw. Yeah. I mean, that's how they got there last year. I mean, I just, I, I can already see it, right? We all can. There's going to be a postseason game 
or two or three, right? Where it's going to be Jansen and it's going to be a tight game. And everybody with that's holding a Dodgers ticket is going to be like, why, why is this happening? Why yep. couldn't they have addressed this? Um, all right. We'll see. It is what it is. Again, 14. 14- I mean, you saw the price for Kimbrel though. So yeah. you know, they, well, to, so- to get somebody like that, they would have had to pony up but, but uh, he- another big, big fee. But here's the, here's the betting truth serum again. And this is, you know, Again, I talked about it with, uh, you know, I talk about it with bunts, right? I sound like a thousand years old in extra innings when I'm when talking about bunts. But it's like when the road team doesn't score, betting truth serum, if I'm on that team that didn't score, I totally don't want them bunting in the bottom half of the inning, right? So that tells me I know they should bunt. That's another story. Correct. What I wanted to say about the Kimbrell thing, though, this is also a betting truth serum from the betting market, is if the Dodgers had gotten Craig Kimbrell, and I think I brought this up with you before. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. But if they had gotten Craig Kimbrell instead of Trey Turner, Max Scherzer, or some or one of those two guys, their betting lines in every game with that short up back end, you could have counted the scenarios where they would have been south of a minus two hundred favorite, right? Like. Any DeGrom game, if DeGrom were healthy, home or road, yeah. they would have been south of that. Like at Woodruff or at Burns or any at Milwaukee of their starters, right? At Zach Wheeler mm-hmm. and the Phillies. Uh, maybe at uh, at Gaussman. But what I'm saying is you could have literally counted the scenarios, and maybe it wasn't even two hands worth, of when they would be south of a $2 favorite. That tells me, and I think, I may not be right about that, by the way, but I think that's the case. The fact that I'm even bringing it up tells me that that's the move they should have made. I, I can totally understand that because of the impact it would have had on the day-to-day versus Scherzer only having that impact once every five days. And it's kind of hard to pinpoint the impact that that Turner has on the betting line, right? Like when, when a team adds a hitter, I mean, it, it, there is an impact, certainly, but I think it's hard to isolate it as much as you probably could have with a high-impact reliever because that is their their number one, you know, uh, scary issue right now, right, is the back end of the bullpen. Nobody fully trusts Jansen, and, you know, Trinan's very good, but they don't seem to want to just uh, give him the closer's role over Jansen because he's such a, quote-unquote, capital C closer. So I, I understand that. Um that would have been interesting if they had done that instead of Scherzer Turner yeah. to really shore up the bullpen that way. Cause then they could have maybe done two deals. I mean, they did, they did do the Duffy deal. So if they had done like Duffy and Kimbrell, what would their bullpen have looked like in October at that point? That would have been kind of insane. Last thing was we only have 60 seconds. The other thing I did, okay. is I did a remaining strength of schedule analysis on all the contending teams. And what was clear was even though Oakland's only two games behind the Astros in the West, that of all the contending teams remaining, the Astros have the easiest remaining schedule in the American League. The A's have the hardest. So it might not oh. be as close as we think it is. And in the NL, um, the toughest by far was the Padres and the Mets, who are the teams that are really yep. looking the worst right now uh, in terms of their positioning. And the easiest, and this was the 29th easiest, and I mean the, the second easiest and the, and the most easy of all 30 MLB teams, the Reds had the, the, Reds. Reds, yeah. had, Reds had the second easiest schedule, and the Phillies had the easiest. Now the Reds, oh wow, the Reds can't lose a, a Castillo minus 180 game like they did last night. So you still, still got to perform. But I mean, doesn't that make you more bullish on the Reds getting past the Padres, the Phillies just running to the NL East? Obviously, the Braves are still there, so maybe not running. But the, 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 the deck is stacked in those teams' favor, isn't it? 
Yeah, I definitely think you start to look at both of them more heavily. That was really frustrating. Just as a, I'm a huge Castillo fan, so he'd really gotten on track. So that is rough. They can't lose games like that. But it does set up nicely, and that Mets schedule is brutal. And San Diego shares the same issues with facing San Francisco and L.A. a bunch in the yeah. near future. Brutal. The Mets and the Padres, it's just, it's just going to be so tough, even if DeGrom does come back for the Mets. Mm-hmm. Paulie, always appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yo, great talking with you. Take care. Paul Sporer at Sporer, S-P-O-R-E-R on Twitter. All his stuff can be found there, including twitch.tv slash Sporer. Gaming with Paul Sporer. Uh, Lombardi Line is next. Brady Cannon's your host right here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet Three Six Five. Twenty-one plus only. Must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.